Hello and welcome back to the Finding Your Feet podcast, a podcast show dedicated to helping you get close to your true authentic self by helping you find your feet in life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We are joined by a guest today. Her name is Imogen Pickering. She is an entrepreneur, a female business owner, and general bad ass. Um, so we got her on the show because she is she's like a big sister to all like. I don't think she's actually said I'm going to be the big sister, but she just is. That's how she is online. Like she shares so much uh, really helpful information and resources and tips and realness about the journey of starting your own business. And um, so, yes, that's why I think in my mind of her as like a big sister to all the new entrepreneurs out there, all the new people starting brands. So her business journey is really, really interesting. It actually involves a failure of a first business of having to close that that actually led her to starting her second one, which is way more aligned with what she wants to do and is very, very successful and growing at a very fast rate. So she's got a really interesting story. Because I think the biggest thing that holds people back from starting their own business is they're scared to fail so we talk about mm. failure from someone who's experienced it and you know how actually valuable that whole experience was and that actually you've got to get used to failing when you mm. step stepping into the the entrepreneurship world um and like the emotional and mental resilience required to withstand that and just the, the mindset you need to to pursue entrepreneurship because it's not all glamour that it looks like on instagram there's ups and downs and it's very challenging and it's testing but if it's what you want to do it's worth it it's so worth it so we talk all about that so she gives really really practical advice i think a lot of the time on podcasts you're hearing business advice from people who are like way way down on the journey like maybe they've even exited the company they've sold it like they're they're already millionaires you hot like you don't really get to hear that much from people that are like you know four years five years into the journey because the journey of like being in the world of business is long it's long term like mm. there's no quick quick you know things like everything takes time so it was really great to hear from Imogen from where she is on her business journey because where she is now and what she's experienced like she's got a lot to offer other people that are like maybe thinking about starting a business um or are in the early stages of it and it's not all going great all the time and they think there's something wrong with them because everyone on Instagram is winning she likes to keep it real, keep it authentic, and um, yeah, show you what the reality of what's what actually goes on. Like, not that it's all bad, but you know, just keeping it real. So it was really mm. good chat, loads of good advice. So if you are thinking about starting a business, maybe you've already started one, or you want to start a side hustle, or anything, we just want a bit of a chat about, a bit, a bit of hard work, a bit of a, a bit of yeah, following your dreams. You need a bit of inspiration. This conversation is for you. Yeah, exactly. There's so much valuable advice in it. And like you said, she's just like that reassuring um, like sister or friend that you need on your own entrepreneurial journey. Or even if um, you're not starting a business and you have absolutely no interest in it, it's still a really, really good episode, really valuable advice just for life and just mm. navigating it. Um, yeah. So yeah, get stuck in. It's a really good episode. But before we let you hear the conversation with Imogen, we've got a quick word from the people that make this podcast possible, our sponsor, BetterHelp. Now, BetterHelp are a professional, secure online counselling service. Wherever you're listening to this podcast right now in the world, you can access BetterHelp's online therapy services because it's all done through their website or their app platform. You get therapy from a professional licensed counsellor from the comfort of your own home. 
Yeah, and you can be set up in less than two days, which is like record time. So you can just go online, fill in a questionnaire, say what you are looking for, support for, and they can find the right therapist for you. And then if you are paired with someone and you actually think, I'm not gelling with this therapist, I'm not getting what I need, you can change for free until you're happy. And on top of all of that, it's also incredibly affordable. So BetterHelp are trying to make you a happier version of you today they want to make therapy accessible for everyone so their price point is significantly lower than traditional face-to-face therapy but the quality is still the same you still get the same quality of service you're still with a really really highly qualified therapist on there it's just done from home so it's a bit cheaper and often the barrier to people getting therapy and seeking help and investing in themselves and their mental health is the financial investment required Mm -hmm. But BetterHelp make that easy. So you don't need to worry about having to need to have loads of money to get the support you need with your mental health. And BetterHelp are also very kindly giving our podcast listeners a 10% discount off your entire first month of online therapy. So that's a 10% discount of your whole first month. And, you know, I've had done therapy quite a few times. And sometimes all you need is a month, just four mm. sessions and, and that's it. And you're good to go. So you don't need to be in therapy for like, weeks and weeks on end obviously it just depends on your unique situation but you can get 10% discount off your entire first month so that is going to take your weekly sessions from maybe 50 60 pounds a week to around 40 45 pounds per week which is much more affordable and it's a lot cheaper than all the other therapy prices out there and we know that because we've done therapy before Mm. i've paid 200 pounds a session i've paid 60 pounds a session and have you paid 120 quid a session yeah the prices range from on therapy but better help it is that set price and you are still going to get the really high quality counselors coming through even though it is more affordable so if you want to take advantage of this discount if you want to think you're thinking do you know what i need therapy i need a bit of help with my mental health i'm struggling right now i need a bit of support i need guidance i need to talk to somebody but i don't have that much money to invest BetterHelp is the place to go. So head to the link betterhelp.com forward slash find your feet. That's betterhelp.com forward slash find your feet for 10% off your first month of therapy with BetterHelp. Yeah, we have left the link in the show notes for you to sign up. And if you have any questions at all about BetterHelp or you're just curious about therapy or own experience, then come and chat to us on Instagram at finding your feet podcast. But that is all for now. And let's get into the episode. Okay, so I'd just like to start by welcoming Imogen onto the show. Thank you so much for agreeing to come and chat with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. We're I'm very excited. happy. Yeah, we're very happy to have you here. If you'd just like to start by introducing yourself, tell us a little bit about Imogen, maybe about your business and how you got to where you are now. Um, yeah, so I, my name is Imogen and um, I term myself a kind of accidental entrepreneur I don't like using the word entrepreneur either but I'll use it um and so where I am now is I'm the founder and lead creative of my branding agency Bijou Brands um and we kind of we help fashionpreneurs and small business owners to craft um scroll stopping brands is our is our tagline (laughs) um and that really comes from you know without going too too far into it I could talk forever about my journey to this point but that comes from um you know I spent the past few years really trying to break into um the fashion industry 
with my own fashion brand. So I started my first fashion brand in 2018, Image and Apparel. Um, and I started that from, you know, just having a general interest in it and also having <laughs> the desire to never really work for anyone else. Like I just <laughs> knew that I wanted to work for myself. Um, so cut a long story short, I spent, you know, three, four years um, trying to build a fashion brand with literally zero experience. I don't have a fashion background at all, um, but I have a branding and marketing background. Um, and so, yeah, spent some time building that. And then in lockdown, um, I don't know if you guys noticed it as well, but there was just this host of new businesses popping up. Mm-hmm. People were being furloughed. So, you know, there was people were starting the businesses that they always thought about. And during that time, a couple of my close friends were launching businesses as well. Um, and I didn't realize until that happened quite how privileged I was that my background is in branding and marketing. And I had that understanding as a business owner. And I kind of realized that that perhaps doesn't come naturally to a lot of people when I saw these businesses popping up and I was like, oh, like I know how emotional it is to start a business and what goes into it and like oh my god I really want the best for you in this journey but let me help you um so I was helping kind of friends and friends of friends and then yeah so that was June 2020 um and then you know kind of accidentally started my second business and that's when I founded Bijou um and you know spent the next 18 months you know to now building that And I think because I am literally serving myself four years ago whilst trying to build my fashion brand, I kind of, I just kind of got it right straight away. And, you know, Bijou was really successful straight away. And I came to realize quite quickly that what I loved the most about having a fashion brand and working in fashion was the creative side. And I got to do that every single day with other women through Bijou so I kind of got to the point where I was like right I can't really do either business justice whilst I'm trying to balance the two um so I made the decision to wrap things up with image and apparel well I made the decision probably about three months ago but I only officially closed as of last week two weeks ago um and I'm now all in with Bijou and helping other women to grow their fashion brands so yeah that's me amazing um yeah I love I love your story because I think that so many people think that you're gonna like jump you jump into like the entrepreneurial world you're gonna start your first business and that's it it's gonna be amazing that's gonna be the one that you do forever or whatever like that's how you always your intention obviously when you start you never start intending to think oh I might actually close this one day you always start thinking this is it this is it forever and what I really love about your story is that like what led you to Bijou and like this amazing branding agency that you've built and uh, you are so talented like I I love your aesthetic and all your like um yeah you're you, you are like really really good at what you do but obviously what led you to get into where you are now was was founding that first business that you've now decided to close and I feel like you know some people could say technically that's a failure because you close that business it doesn't exist anymore and that's like the number one thing that holds most people back from even trying yeah. even just putting their foot in in like dipping their toe in the water and trying to start businesses they think what if this doesn't work I'm gonna be so embarrassed yeah. failure failure yeah. they just think it's the worst thing ever and I yeah. just think there's so many people that probably go to the end of their life with this dream that they've always had mm-hmm 
and they've never given it a go because they were so scared of that one thing that you've yeah. come through you've gone through and like you know and through that process of birth this new amazing business that's much yeah. more you feel aligned with what you're you want to do and it's been super successful so I really yeah. want to hear like what are your views on failure like versus when you first started your business journey versus now when you've come on this other side like you know what's your relationship to it so that other people that you know have these dreams that want to start it but that big fear of failure is there that they can yeah. you know hear some really some wisdom from you because um to help them just go for it yeah no and I I agree wholeheartedly with everything you've said um I mean I you know everything I do and everything I kind of stand for is you know I'm completely authentic and I'm very open with kind of telling people the truth about you know where where I've got to and you know I had some people who were like you know when I said you know technically this is a failure as you said a lot of people were like it's not a failure like but but for me like I I won't lie to you that I lost money I lost money with that business I put mm. a lot of my inheritance into that business um and I I can't even bear to look at my accounts to find out if I clawed it back but I know that it was a, so for me that was a failure because it was a loss I was at a loss but as you said, that business has, you know, I wouldn't have founded Bijou without that. I wouldn't know exactly what my target audience want from me, need from me, without having gone through that and without having got, without having failed. Um, and, you know, that's failure, I think, can you can apply it to so many different aspects. Um, and it, it crosses over in business and personal life as well. Like I've, I think this the scariest thing is being open to failing once. But then when I think you do it a couple of times, you build that resilience and then you you build that evidence that kind of like, oh, the last time I failed at something, I learned X, Y, Z, or I, you know, it pushed me a different di- in a different direction that actually ended up to be better than the direction that I was already going in. So I think it becomes easier as you go along. Obviously, as you say, the, the most terrifying thing is, is opening yourself up to failing once. Mm. But then, you know, I think like, I talk about this from, you know, I, you know, I've, I've had a business for three, four years now. So I'm kind of used to it. And I kind of know that, that, that's so much good comes from the fuck-ups now but I'm aware that like obviously I've been in the position before where especially I think when people you know are in a full-time job they've got the security and like to be able to actually like do it and go for it they have to sacrifice quite a lot and I think there's there's a lot of emotional barriers there that you have to overcome um but I uh you know and everything I say and stand for is that I'm like I remember that so well like I remember the crippling anxiety of being like, what if that doesn't work? Um, and, you know, pe- everyone works differently. I think everyone needs to hear a different story or a different message to be able to move past that. So I don't really have any, you know, words of wisdom or tactics or whatever, other than being like, I I get it. Like I did it. I still do it. But I think it's, I now try and, you know, the only kind of, advice I can give is just is just the evidence of what I have done everyone's story is different but I now try because I have the evidence now from you know the fuck-ups have literally led me to 
I'm so I'm so aligned with my work. I love my work and everything I do. And I think back to school and what went wrong there. I think back to you know the first business and what went wrong. What went wrong there. Um, and I'm now at a point where I'm just so aligned with my work and my business that I'm just like I try and now welcome failure with mm. open arms because I think any setback, big or small, like. I really think it's just, I'm a bit woo-woo. Like, I kind of believe in the universe. And like, no, we're, we're all for the woo-woo on this podcast. <laughs> but I just think, like, I, I think that the universe has your back. Like, if you think mm. about it, everything's always okay in the end. Like, like, yes, you might have to go through the shit for a prolonged period of time, but I think everything will be okay in the end. So I always try and tell myself, I had a little one this morning where I just got, like, feedback from, a, like, a client, and I was like, oh. I didn't really want, I didn't really want to hear that. Like it wasn't helpful. Like you kind of pissed me off, but it's, it was a nut, it's a nudge in a different direction and what I need to be doing better or what I could be doing more of. So I just always think every setback, no matter how big or small, I think is just a nudge or a push or a shove in a different direction. Mm. Um, and that's how you've got to take it because if you resist it then you just obviously you know what you resist persists Mm. and the more you kind of resist that I think the longer the emotional anguish kind of stays around it um so yeah I try Mm. and kind of welcome it yeah there's that quote as well like rejection is just redirection and like basically Mm. failing is like a form it's, it's a type of rejection so um uh, I love that but we are all we're yeah our audience are well into the universe yeah. they, they <laughs> love, all, they, they love it all. I'm, I'm amongst my people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um don't be told back on that front um but yeah it is um that was some really good advice I think that mm. it is true like think anything that just kind of goes wrong is just trying to knock you onto the path of where you're meant to be and like you said you feel so aligned now and you can see that as well you're so aligned because you know the 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 work you're producing is beautiful like there's such mm. nice such nice like creative stuff that you're putting out there and obviously like like you said you did have the experience from the first business to know how to launch a second one in uh, with all this more experience so it could be more successful but also I'm sure it's been yeah. really successful as well because it is super aligned with you and what you want so you're in like a flow state um yeah I think sorry I just want to say as well I think as well like labeling it as failure and being okay with that is so powerful because I feel like as we're growing up even through school and like as we learn more we're always taught that like failing is a bad thing but if anything it is a good thing because if you're not like failing it means you're not even trying you're not Mm, even trying new things pushing out your conversation so I think to label it as that is so powerful and so relatable for people to be like okay well if I actually try this and it does fail that's okay because it's going to redirect me and as well I really liked how you said getting past just that first little bit of failure yeah and proving to yourself that it is going to redirect you and it is going to be okay is really really good advice because I think once you've got past that first little hurdle and you think actually it's really fine you can just keep carrying on doing it yeah exactly and touching on what you said you know about school I think school in a lot of ways is really problematic when it Mm. comes to you know there's I don't know if it's I think it might be a Gary Vee quote but it's like school breeds workers yeah. not entrepreneurs yeah. and it's that idea that we have to meet certain marks to succeed or you know we have to get certain grades to be validated as intelligent or good enough um and yeah exactly going back to school when you failed at an exam it feels shit and like mm. you were you were a failure whereas they don't 
I think that's where it comes from is our fear of failing um, when actually, you know, being a business owner and and an entrepreneur, it's, you have to fail. You have, it's part of the process. You have to fail to succeed. And then you, and you also don't need, like, you don't need grades. You don't Mm. need a degree. Like I've learned more from YouTube in the last two years than I did my four years at university. (laughs) Like I think so. So that is where school gets our, I think it, it, it's really problematic because we think we have to meet certain grades to succeed or be intelligent or to like, have a level a certain level of success or a certain level of income or whatever um so it's about kind of like it's about unlearning that I think is really really important yeah yeah completely agree um so going back to what we were saying about how when you're really fully in alignment with something like it's just Mm. like flows and like like growth happens so um you made a decision like this year to start showing up like really authentically online because you've got your obviously got your business accounts you've also got your own personal instagram account that's like your your personal brand and it's all like um you're sharing so much like business advice and stuff on there and like part of your journey um and you i remember watching your story when you were like instagram is so like it was, it was, I think it was like in the summer or so, I don't, I don't know, some point this year and you were like, Instagram is so like fake in that sense that everyone's pretending everything's fine. And then you, on TikTok, there's this like whole movement of people being mm-hmm. authentic and real on social media. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to bring that to your like Instagram and then um, you wanted to start to like showcase the real, like the real stuff that actually goes on on a business journey, because it isn't all just like straight up, like it's up and down, up and down, up and down. So um, yeah. you obviously made that choice to start sharing things and being real and being authentic and like showing the, the challenging parts of entrepreneurship. And like, as a result, your Instagram blew up. Like you, you mm-hmm. uh, like I saw your reels going viral when you started to share that really clear message of, of authenticity in, in the entrepreneur space. And obviously it mm-hmm. resonated with so many people. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and, and obviously your Instagram's grown up so, so much since then. So what, why was being authentic and like transparent, like with the reality of running a business really important to you to share online? Like why, why did you want to do that and be like, you know, one of the few people that are actually doing that on Instagram? Because people are always just pretending, oh yeah, it's all cool. Like winning, winning, winning all the time. You know what it is? I think it just got to a point where I was just like, I'm so bored of this like I'm so bored of seeing like how to make six figures or I help women to have consistent 10k months I'm like it yeah I just got bored of it and do you know what I was thinking about it and um yeah so for me like I remember when I first started my business journey so I live in Jersey which is a really small British island between England and France and it's like such a small community and I also come from a family where you know people have worked for somebody else their whole life so I'm the kind of first in my was the kind of first person that I knew about in my immediate circle like doing what I was doing so I remember feeling really isolated um and then really struggling to kind of be inspired or connect with anyone online because I'm like, no one's actually telling me, no one's being honest with me here. Like, so for that, for, you know, in that sense, I'm coming from a place of, I wish that I could have had someone like this when I was trying to grow my business. Um, And then I think as well, and I think this is, 
I don't know. I don't know if I'm like intentional with this. Again, I think it's just come from a space of me being like, there's just so much bullshit around. Like I've kind of got to the end of my tether with it. But then I think it's like, and I, I, you know, I think this is something that will continue and I hope to see continue. And I think it will because it's like, influencers like fashion influencers on Instagram or you know um fitness influencers and stuff there was a time where it was just all you know look how perfect I am like look how amazing my body is and then there was this surge of you know body positivity in influencers and like now that's becoming really really popular but it's it was popular because there was there wasn't a space for it and everyone was being really inauthentic like aspirational yes but I think like that inauthenticity just gets frustrating after a time. And I would like to see that in the entrepreneurial space online. Um, Because A, I think coming out of COVID, we're craving authenticity and human connection more than ever before. But then like, I also don't think that helps people. I don't think it helps people. I think it's manipulative. I think you get so many people that are kind of selling from a place of, you know, painting this, picture and claiming to have six seven figure businesses and let me help you as well and I think yeah I think that's quite a manipulative form of selling and I never want to be like that I just want to like all I want to do is help people and whatever way that is whether that's really helping them you know my craft is you know my brand brand strategy and helping from the technical side of things but then also just being there as like a person to relate to that you can, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you like where I fucked up and, and, you know, what's gone wrong with me or how I've had to unlearn this and, you know, how I've had to kind of work on my personality type to be able to succeed in my business. Because like my close, as I said, my close group, my close community, my close friends, my close girlfriends, like they're, I think they're in a totally different environment to me. And it comes from they're in totally different headspace like they can protect me and you know look out for me and encourage me but they don't they're not in it they don't get like they don't get the world of entrepreneurship so like I love them that they support me but I don't find that helpful I find it helpful you know like the call the chat we were having before we started recording like I it really helps me to be around people that that get it and we can share experiences and you know like come from a place of experience and and lift each other up so that's why I do what I do because I I whatever way in whatever way me sharing my experience will help like I'm here I'm here for that that's all I want to do yeah. yeah I love that I think we um we always create what like we wish we had what we needed mm, like that's that's, exactly that's what that. we did like mm. with this podcast like it, if the young girls could have had a show like this like it would have been really mm. amazing so um yeah I love that and, and the energy you're putting out into social media like through sharing that authentic content it is, is helping so many people I mean you can see it because you've had a, a huge mass of followers come to your account now because they're like it resonates with people so much and I think um so much of social media people think it's like oh post at this certain time and do this type of reel and actually it's like what's your message what's your energy it's like it's a human to human what's going on there and like you're like literally speaking right to the to people um so yeah I mean it helps me even seeing like you share these things in your business journey like just to know that it isn't all linear and um I've got massive value out of it so I'm sure a lot of other people have 
Um, so you, you've been working though on building like your personal brand for a really long time. Like, um, Ooh. you've been posting on your personal account, like really, really insightful content for years. Um, mm. like in the, in the world of like uh, being a business owner, like you have to have an online presence, like you have to, your business will have a social media account. How important do you think, especially someone coming now as well from a branding agency and like a branding <clears throat> point of view, how important do you think it is for like entrepreneurs to, um, show their face as behind the brand like or to have a personal brand to promote it do you think that's important because I know that there's like there's some new brands that have come up especially like during COVID where they've really shown the story behind it and the owner behind it and and people have really resonated with that and bought into it um like it can be really powerful people but some people have such a fear being seen online they don't want to show up in that way they don't want to do that but they are so talented in their business and they and they but they just want to run that so do you what's what's your opinion on that do you think that people a personal brand is an important thing to have or do you think that you need to show your face behind the business or do you think you can promote your brand and remain like kind of anonymous yeah so it's a really interesting conversation it is a really interesting conversation and I know there is so many there's so much advice out there right to be like your personal brand is everything like the founder story is so powerful um and it is and you know initially that was my that's why I started really kind of um, posting and being a, a, a really more active with my personal brand because that's the advice that you know I learned and and received and but with when I had image and apparel um, I always felt like it just didn't feel right I or I felt hesitant and that was too far you know that was I felt hesitant because yes it is it is daunting but then something it just didn't stick right I was like this doesn't feel right like me doing this um and obviously then when I you know I when I started Bijou and I kind of really went into understanding kind of brand strategy and what it takes to build a successful brand like it became clear to me why it didn't sit right and I think you have to be very careful with aligning your personal brand with your brand because sometimes the two brands don't complement each other and you have to really think so take your pack call it let's say it's a fashion brand you have to think about how you want that brand to be perceived the emotions that you want your target audience to feel when they're engaging with that brand you know buying into it um the kind of experience that they have with that brand if your personal brand doesn't align with that you're then creating a really confused perception of the brand and and that became really clear to me I was like that's why it doesn't feel right because image and apparel was very kind of dainty like whimsical really kind of like clean and fresh and that that's not me like I'm quite like you know I'm (laughs) can be quite gobby sometimes like I my personal brand just does not fit the brand that I was trying to build so I was like that's where that's why it just didn't feel right so but then equally you know with Bijou my personal brand has been very much intertwined with that because it's very aligned with who I am and my story and my personality. Um, So yes, it is extremely powerful, but I think sometimes like you, you do risk confusing the kind of brand image that you're creating if you're marrying the two. Um, 
so yeah I know a, I I do hear a lot of people kind of saying like you need to you need to show up like you need to align your personal brand but I would I would um challenge that and just say make sure that it's that it's aligned with what you're trying to what you're trying to create and build Mm -hmm. that's really good advice because I feel like a lot of people may be in that space where they're trying to push themselves to show up online and it may not feel authentic to them and it's not that they're doing anything wrong but like you said they might not just be aligned and they don't want to create like a confusing idea for the customer so that's really really good advice I feel like even from speaking to you we can understand like how much of an incredible mindset you have developed um I would love to know how important it has been to develop your mindset as an entrepreneur and like you just touched on there I think you said on learning more about your personality type and how that's helped you like we haven't spoken much on the podcast about personality type so it'd be good to know that Mm. um and just also yeah about like what practices you've learned if you've kind of always been into that kind of like self-development vibe pushing yourself or if it's something that you thought you needed alongside your business and how they kind of complemented each other um yeah so it was never something that I kind of like actively thought like this is something I have to work on again it was an an accidental um an accidental thing that happened very early on in in my business journey and I'm very grateful that it did so I was listening to a podcast it was actually a podcast on personal branding and I was like do I do I have a personal brand with my (laughs) Instagram what the hell um I was listening to a podcast and my coach um my mindset coach Sam Laura Brown was talking on it and she was talking about um perfectionism in uh, you know in a person and as a business owner and how um I'd always I always knew I was a perfectionist and I'd always worn that as kind of like a badge of honor like I'm a perfectionist like I you know everything I do is perfect blah 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 um but I hadn't realized until listening to this podcast and really kind of delving into the content that Sam was putting out there just just how much that really limited me in my success and like I would always procrastinate always go around in circles like it actually she kind of opened my eyes as to how problematic it 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 can be being a perfectionist um and yeah, so I, I am part of her group coaching program, which is called Perfectionist Getting Shit Done. Highly recommend listening to her podcast, which is called um, The Perfectionism Project, if anyone identifies as a perfectionist. But so I hadn't, as I say, that, that was accidental, but I'm so grateful for it because I think once, pe- once people, whether that be a podcast, a coach or a therapist or whatever, starts calling you out on your behavior, and how, you know, you are a flawed person. I think you just become far more aware of it. And I think, you know, I'm I'm classic. I'm classic millennial. Like I'm turning 30 next year. Like I'm very kind of like in a stage of my life where I'm like, oh, why am I reacting that way? Or what does that stem from? And just being more like aware of it. Um, and I think as well, like when you are, you know, when you run a business, when you're a solopreneur, you're personal shit your personal baggage comes into your business um and I was made aware of that really really early on um you know in terms of why I wasn't showing up on stories or why I thought I couldn't make x amount of money or why I thought that something wouldn't be a success or why I thought I would fail and it it, it's I was made aware of that really early on and and actually I was like right if I don't work on this I and kind of work on 
making things easier and being more aware of my personality type and how I need to kind of navigate this. Like I, I won't become the businesswoman that I'm kind of dreaming that I could be because I have these roadblocks in my kind of personality type that I need to overcome. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's just been invaluable for me is having that awareness that that is there and it's like I just think it's inextricably linked your mindset and your business growth because you can if you literally you could probably anticipate if you wrote down who you're forced to with pen and paper to write down like how am I going to get to the next goal you could probably come up with a list of ideas and looking at those lists of ideas you're probably going to go oh I'm not going to do that because that's scary or I'm not going to do that because so and so from school might think I'm a dickhead for talking on my stories like there's your mind is what's stopping you from getting to that thing it's your ego you literally your ego is being like don't do that because it's scary or we failed at that once so don't do that again so it's it's it it's literally it's inextricably linked the two um Mm -hmm. so I think it's for me it's super important to work on yeah 100 percent um what are your like have you got any you know books that you've read that have really helped your mindset as an entrepreneur that that you could recommend or what are your favorite tools or I know you speak a little bit about manifesting I know you're into that and everyone on our um in our audience uh loves loves a bit of manifesting so um has there been any books or any um yeah any any tools or tricks or anything that really works for you and has like helped you you know move through blocks to really start to produce results in your business that you could recommend for somebody else that's you know maybe a business owner out there that's listening and is is struggling with all of that kind of self-doubt and and fear that's just stopping them so I just picked up the book that's sitting next to me <laughs> which, says, which is called Mindset <laughs> um Mindset by Dr Carol Dweck um and I learned this from my coach as well. It's about kind of, I don't know if you've heard about the concept of the fixed and growth mindset. So like the fixed mindset is like, this is who I am. This is what I'm good at. This is what I can't do. Um, And I think a lot of us as going back to school, I think school breeds that mindset. Mm. Um, But actually like learning about that and being, trying to be in a growth mindset, like talking, going back to what we're talking about, like, failure like what could happen if I tried this or what could you know how could I improve oh actually that is a skill that I didn't do well the first time if I practice it I can get better at it and it's a for me I have to make an a conscious choice to be in a growth mindset about things more than being in a fixed mindset Mm. um and then obviously yeah I I do love I do love the woo-woo stuff I love (laughs) manifestation um but then I'm yeah I also need I need the science I need the facts Mm. um so yeah that book's really really helped me um what else it's a really interesting concept actually that I learned about your and I still can't decide I still can't decide right if the universe is a it is a thing I can't decide (laughs) if I believe more in the woo-woo stuff or in the science so Mm. there's a part of your brain called your reticular activating system yeah yeah 
I just find this fascinating, yeah. right? And it filters information that you believe to be true. Mm. So if you're not if you're um, not looking out for something and your brain's not looking out for it, it will just pass you by. So you know, if you're not if you don't believe that you're going to make I don't know, let's say have a five k month a 10k month if your brain doesn't believe that's going to happen and your brain's going I'm not good enough to do this I won't make that your brain will then it will totally switch off to those opportunities to get you there but when you actually believe in it you know whether that be believe you know believe that the universe will deliver it whatever you whatever way you want to go about it you then start having these ideas. Like for me, I'm in the shower and I'm like, oh shit, like why didn't I think of that before? Like that that could be really, really good to get me there. Um, and it's, it's so, I don't, I, I must've read this somewhere, but I was thinking of examples and I think it's like when um, you decide that you want to buy a new car mm-hmm. and you've decided on the make a model that you want, suddenly you see that car everywhere yeah. and you didn't notice it on the road before. It's, it's really interesting. It's like, there's another example. that's like when you're, um, when you're fearful that you're going to run into your ex down the street or something, and then you see them <laughs> and it's just like, that's, I, I don't know. Is that coincidence? Is that universe? Is that you manifesting it? Or is that because your brain's now tuned into it mm-hmm. and it just, it shows up everywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are two things that have been really, really interesting to me. But then equally, I do love, I do love all the yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like a mix of both. I think yeah. there's like this magic out there because there's some things that just happen. And you just think that was just like a pure manifestation. Like it was yeah. just came out of nowhere, and it was actually exactly what you kind of wanted. And it was so random how it came about. Um, but then yeah. there is the other things where it's like that reticular. Um, ridiculous yeah I've heard about that as well because like we we we're like really interested in like the neuroscience of the brain and um Mm. like what's going on there mixing it in with all the woo-woo stuff because they work hand in hand together um and 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 like in terms of like neuroscience and how our brain works like that reticular activating system it's all linked to like your subconscious mind and like you can ask your subconscious mind like a question before you go to bed and it's always working in the background to like come up with ideas for you so um and and like yeah you could say that like those little ideas are from the universe or whatever or it could be from your brain like filtering things through I think it's a mix of both a bit of magic and yeah. a bit of science mm, um yeah. but I, I remember that you saw like that you put on your story which I thought was such good advice like you were just doing like a Q&A and people were asking like about taking the jump from um moving from like your full-time income into like being just on just doing your business and you answered and said like sometimes when you have that safety net of that full-time income your like brain is then not attuned to start looking out for money making ideas because you you yeah. don't need to think about it because you're like well I know I've got a wage blah blah so when when whereas when you've got a business obviously you want it to make money and pay you but um yeah. you know it's not always especially in the early stage it's not always guaranteed that that is going to happen so then your brain is tuned in all the time to like looking for money making ideas and we had someone on the podcast as well who's like been really successful in business and they are so into the universe and everything and they said like don't ask the universe for a million dollars ask the universe for like a million dollar money making idea and think that's how like these little things work so um 
yeah it's, it is interesting that reticular activating system yeah. and um i learned something the other day as well actually i can't remember what it was called but it was like similar to what you were just saying then and um it was with estelle on this course i'm doing and she was explaining the science behind like when you think about someone and then you see them it's like a psyche thing within your mind like it actually happens so the way i see it with stuff like that is like I love the woo-woo and I love the science and I like mix it all together and yeah. I just take from it yeah. what I need. You know what I mean, because a lot of people don't believe in like manifesting and stuff. And I'm like, well, just look at the science. Like, look mm, at the brain yeah. science because it's all there. Yeah. Like, it all makes sense. So I think just mix it. I literally imagine it was like a little culture, yeah. like mixing yeah. it all together. <laughs> exactly. I'm exactly the same. <laughs> um, you mentioned there as well about um, how a lot of people with mindset, they can end up just holding themselves back in business like they want to take that next step forward but it's actually just themselves that like maybe they don't want to talk on stories they don't want to be authentic do you have any tips for like what you literally would say to yourself if you were sat there and you feel that imposter start to kick in and you know that really it's your ego just trying to keep you safe but you actually really want to push out your comfort zone what do you do in that space because obviously you have such successful brands and like you can see that you've really worked with that so do you have any tips for someone that may be just like really blocking themselves um I mean, for me, like I've, I really lean into the discomfort of being stagnant and, you know, I have this idea of what I want and what I want my business to be and the people I want to be working with, the level of income I want to be making. Like I can sit there and manifest it and dream about it. Like I, you know, can go there and really indulge in that. Um, and yes, that is inspiring and, you know, that's, that's motivation to keep going, but I also will often indulge in the other end of the spectrum and be like, if there is something, you know, if my something, my ego is stopping me from doing something because it's scary or, yeah, I don't know the outcome, I will then let the discomfort of being where I am be greater than the pull of the possibility of what could be. Because, like, I don't know. I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is just my personality or and I don't know if you two can relate to this but like just the the frustration for me of just being like of never improving never growing and never actually getting to the place where you know I can visualize myself being like that for me like oh it just it's just it's really uncomfortable so I let that be a bigger motivator and also, as you say, having that awareness that it's just my ego, like it's just trying to keep me safe. Like I just have to be like, okay, like I hear you, thank you, but I'm going to ignore you, and just let that be a greater motivator than than yeah, just f- falling through the ego and letting it keep you there. Mm. Yeah, yeah love that um that was mm. very good practical advice mm. so some other final little bits of advice for like entrepreneurs mm. that are very at the very beginning of their business journey because obviously you're you're a few years into it now you you've been through a lot experienced a lot so I think what you because I think most people hear from people on podcasts that are like you know like the Ben Francis is they're like the mm. top of Gymshark this huge companies and they're sharing advice it's like yeah it's great but there's people that are right at the start that need more like tangible advice because from people that are a bit closer to that um which I think is what you offer and like give people and um yeah so find a bit of advice for people that are at the beginning of their very like their business journey you spoke briefly before like about how like none of your friends are like um business owners or anything they all work for other people so you haven't really got that many people in your like immediate circle that 
are doing what you're doing and like and being an entrepreneur and stepping out and starting your own business and developing your own brand it can feel very isolating like because you haven't got those other people to like bounce off especially if you are doing it on your own um like as a solo entrepreneur um and and also like you can be working from home and like you're just actually on your own all the time because you're you're like a one-man band so like actual loneliness and also isolation from not being able to relate with other people can become such a problem for entrepreneurs I think it's not really spoken about at all like that that mental health side of it like did Mm -hmm. you have any experience with that and if you did like how did you kind of overcome it have you got any like tips for people that are in that space now because I think it can kill your inspiration as well when you're just there on your own all the time I think you know like we're having this conversation today like we're we've got like very similar points of view of things and like you can really connect and like you've got similar experiences but people don't like can go their whole business journey especially at the start with with having no one so um what, what have you got any advice for that person Yeah, I think it's definitely about finding your tribe, right? And surrounding yourself with people who know you, get you, and can understand, you know, where you're coming from. Um, As I say, like, when I joined my group coaching program, like, that's, you know, I have a group of other um, women in that that group. If I Mm. need them to, you know, if I have a problem with my mindset, I can post it on the forum and, you know, I can get feedback and just speak with people who, who are in exactly the same position as me. Um, but then equally over time, like I have really over the last couple of years built a community of women on Instagram who are doing similar things. Like some of my best friends, I still haven't met in real life. Like they're people who are doing the same thing as me on Instagram. And I'm actually like, I'm actually quite shameless. And I'm just like, if I see someone who's like doing the same thing as me, I'm like, I'd message them on DM, like, let's be friends. Like, let's connect people. I just come across all these women that literally just share exactly the same values as me doing really, really similar stuff. Um, And I'll just reach out and connect with them because I think it's, and I think, that's the beautiful power of the internet is the ability to be able to do that um again it's you know I can I know a lot of people's egos will be like oh I'm not gonna message her because she'll think I'm a freak like just coming out of nowhere um but then again like I think once you do these things once it just then becomes second nature sometimes you know sometimes people don't reply um (laughs) I was an influencer the other day and I messaged her and I was like I, I just love what you're doing like I no need to reply but I just want to say like I wish we were friends because <laughs> but I'll just do that and then you don't know like I think over time you just build these friends and this community and just you know as I say like half of my kind of like best business friends I haven't met in real life but we WhatsApp each other. If you've got a problem, like I'll voice note them. And I think it's just really important to just build that community if it's not in your kind of like immediate circle of, of where you are and to not be afraid to do that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, great so, advice. Amazing. Um, so what is your one final best bit of advice? Like, um, you know, words of wisdom straight from, from you mm-hmm. for someone that's just starting out pursuing their very first business venture? Like what's the one thing like you wish someone had told you or? Um, you know, going back to what we said at the start, I think it's not being afraid to get it wrong, mm-hmm. to start before you feel ready and to just, just keep doing your best. Like that's all you can do is your best. And sometimes your best won't work. Like sometimes, you know, you won't get it right. Um, 
And I think it's about, you know, and again, this is something that I learned really early on is just letting go of that perfectionism, like stop trying to make everything be perfect and get everything right first time. Because whether that be a product or, you know, a launch or a business, in my case, you don't get it right first time sometimes. And that's okay, because you're the next time you come around, you're so much better you're so much more rehearsed like you are you version 2.0 to be able to do better the next time and I think that's why a lot of people particularly women because as women I think we're just so risk averse like a lot of us just won't we weigh up the risks and we're like okay this is really scary I'm not going to do that but actually just just trying and letting it be imperfect and actually letting it be you know (laughs) even if you have to crawl across finish line like letting it what's the what's the quote letting it be a a, something and not a red I don't know tortoise (laughs) in the hair yeah (laughs) like it's easier to just like just be imperfect and make kind of slow but consistent steps towards the right direction rather than just trying to like get it nail it first time and getting Mm. everything perfect yeah. yeah, I think it's slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> that is good advice. I feel like everyone, um, anyone that's starting a business or maybe whatever level they're at, they can take away something. And even if anyone that's not in that entrepreneur space, I really feel like you've given so much good advice within yeah. this interview. So thank you so much for sharing everything. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, I so, loved it. I can chat, chat with you for the rest of the morning. Yeah, yeah it's been so, it's been so nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where where can everyone find you? Like, um, what's your Instagram? And like, you know, if there's so many brand owners listening right now that really need help with branding, like how can they work with you and on uh, Bijou and and all of that stuff. yeah so my um my personal instagram is imogen jersey um and that's where i'll always kind of share the real and raw um and then also you know branding is my passion that's you know i infiltrate that and kind of talk about that every so often as well on there um but more you know if it's just specifically branding you're after then we are at bijou brands um on instagram as well or bijoubrands.co.uk amazing um well thank you so much for coming on imogen it's been an absolute delight to chat to you i've loved it thank you that was a really really insightful conversation with so many great tips from imogen i'm so glad she came to join us because i really feel like those little tips that she um gave us today will really stick with me Mm. through life especially like business wise um some really great tips especially about like failing and just showing up authentically I think in life like we can sometimes lose that within business like that authenticity and I think as long as you stay true to yourself and just keep trying keep failing then you're going to get to where you want to be yeah like she said like slow and steady wins the race yeah yeah because I think most people like think I'm going to start a business and if I'm not like a freaking millionaire within a year then I've failed mm. something like that yeah comparing your journey like some people yeah they might blow up in like a year but yeah. like that's just their journey yeah and trying not to compare yeah stay in your own lane focus on you but yeah it was good good chat lots of practical advice as well for anyone out there maybe thinking about that they, maybe they need a personal brand or whatever for what they're trying to do some great tips on that and if you want to get involved in images services we've left all the links to her social medias and websites and everything in the show notes so you can go and chat to her join her world follow her join her join her little community on instagram that she's got of um 
showcasing real or entrepreneurship the reality mm. but that's all for now thank you so much for listening don't forget to follow us on instagram at find your fleet podcast if you enjoyed this conversation um come and connect with us on there let us know what you thought about the show we love hearing your guys feedback and if you enjoyed it as well please leave us a review on apple podcasts we haven't had a review in so long <laughs> no yeah yeah come on guys you're slacking if you love us yeah. show us the love please feed our egos no, i'm joking it helps us grow i'm not joking i do want you to do this it helps the show grow it helps get the message out there to more people if we have more reviews and all our reviews are f- fantastic and we appreciate every single mm. one of them but feed our egos some more we give us some new ones <laughs> yeah exactly because we do get so many lovely messages on instagram which we 100% appreciate we love reading them but yeah it would really help the growth of the podcast to have them um solid there on apple Podcasts. so Mm. if you could do that that would be amazing and guys do not forget tickets for our next workshop our new year workshop the invest in your dreams workshop are now live you can come and join all the lovely people that have already purchased a ticket for a night of productivity habits motivation goal setting yeah why manifesting everything you need to set you up for like a really banging new year we're gonna ride on that new year energy i'd love the new year energy but you know what i love more is when you carry that new year energy throughout the whole year you stay accountable Mm. to your goals and you make shit happen that's what i like so if you like that too (laughs) come to the workshop because that's what we're doing we are giving you the tools to set the goals and stay with them keep it going mm. so that you can look back on 2022 and think wow i made some moves that year and i'm freaking proud of myself yeah like our goal is for you to get to the end of 2022 and look back and think wow i smashed it killed it yeah but if you want to grab a ticket the link to get them is in the show notes it's just on our website findyourfeetpodcast.com and if you've got any questions about the workshop that you want to know come and ask us on instagram at findyourfeetpodcast but that's all for now we will see you next wednesday for the next episode of the show Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye.